Ontario has a skilled trades shortage. Uh, we need to talk about it. We have, but in a in a bigger way, I think. The shortage is not new. It's been around for a while, certainly existed before the pandemic, but like so many other issues, it's really coming to clearer focus as a result of uh, the pandemic. And here's where this becomes a real issue. Ontario wants to build a lot of homes over the next 10 years. Ontario wants to build 1.5 million homes over the next 10 years. Forget the land where we're going to build all these homes on. Where are we getting the people? The province has said 100,000 New skilled trade workers are needed to meet the demand. So let's talk about that. Ian Howcroft is the CEO of Skills Ontario, joins us now. Ian, I appreciate the time today. Good morning. Thank you for the opportunity. So do we talk enough about the shortage of uh, skilled trade workers? I think we're starting to see a real trend uh, and uh, a real recognition uh, of the issue. And I think we have talked about it, as you point out, for a long time. But what we're seeing now is more action taking place rather than just talking about it. This is a a problem that has been decades in the making, uh, but with demographics, more people leaving the workforce and entering it, it's getting more and more intense. So I think uh, the pandemic kind of highlighted what are the important jobs that we need to continue society, to continue to have a health and safety lifestyle, and also one that's economically uh, growing. Uh, So I think there's more attention being paid to uh, skilled trades and more people considering it uh, and more parents uh, looking at it as a positive opportunity for their children. So I think there's been a time time shift uh, here and an opportunity for us to to build on, to to move things forward in a very positive way. I mentioned the 100,000 figure from the province. Is that how many were short? Do we need to be looking at more than that? I mean, what, what sort of is the situation here? Uh, well, we've seen various studies from uh, reports done by the chambers, the conference board, and, and they said by the end of this decade, by 2030, we're going to have about a three to $400,000 shortfall, three to $400,000 person shortfall in, in skilled trades. Uh, and again, we're attracting more people, they're looking at it, but we're also losing a lot of people. So yeah, the, the numbers that the, the government has given for the construction sector are, are very real and a real challenge that we have to address if we're going to meet the infrastructure needs, the housing needs, and the other sectors of the economy too. We have manufacturing shortages. Uh, the most devastated sector was the service sector for uh, from the pandemic. You know, restaurants closed, service industries closed, so they're now having to rebuild and attract a whole a lot of new workers to that sector. So there, there's all all four sectors that we deal with in promoting skilled trades are having a real significant challenge in getting new workers trained and new workers interested in that pathway. There was a poll from last summer that I saw that was surprising to me. It found three in four Canadians would not pursue a career in skilled trades, which was surprising for a number of reasons. I mean, uh, it's, it's a good uh, career to go into, but also it's kind of, you know, pandemic proof. I mean, we always need the skilled trades. If you're looking for, you know, a, a, a career, that's kind of it's proof of everything. It's, it's recession proof. It's everything proof. It is. These are well-paid jobs. Many have benefits. Many have pensions. Uh, it opens doors. Uh, you can be a skilled tradesperson and enjoy that career uh, for your whole life, uh, or you can use that to uh, move to other opportunities. It's something that you can build on. Uh, and, and I think uh, because of the negative uh, perceptions, the myths that are still out there, that's why our, our job is, is still needed and is still important to deal with those, those uh, wrong perceptions, those outdated perceptions, and to dispel the myths and let people know what the realities are. 
Uh, skilled trades are a great career opportunity for, for many, many people. And what we're trying to do, we go into the schools and let young people know about these career paths, what you need to do to explore those career paths, find out more information about that, and hopefully consider pursuing one of those skilled trades. And uh, we've, had, we've had great success. We had to change the way we delivered our programming during the pandemic, as did everyone. But we go in and we meet with about 120,000 uh, school uh, students uh, a, a year, uh, we're just getting ready now for our uh, in-person uh, skills competition that will be held at the Toronto Congress Centre on May 1, 2, and 3. And it's the largest competition in the country. We'll have probably close to 2,500 competitors. Last uh, time we had it in person in 2019, we had about 40,000 visitors. We host the largest young women's conference. We have a FNMI Indigenous conference. Uh, and, and it's a great opportunity for the competitors, but also for the visitors to see, explore, and have an experiential opportunity with our Try a Trade uh, initiatives. So I encourage everybody to come out to the competition, to explore what we're doing on our website, uh, skillsontario.com. Uh, there's a lot of good news stories around these career pathways, and we're really pleased to partner with, uh, with the government, with the educators, uh, with the students, with business, with unions, with training centers, because we all uh, have uh, like-minded goals and objectives, and I think boy, more collaboration, cooperation, coordination will realize more success and address the problem. What are some of the misconceptions, the most common misconceptions that exist, and how can we get a, over those so we can attract more people to the skilled trades? I think people view them uh, in some cases as maybe a dead-end career. Uh, if you can't make it uh, in academia or can't go to university, maybe that's something you fall back on. Uh, we also hear, oh, it's for people that want to work with their hands, which is true, but it's also for people that want to work with their heads. I mean, the two go hand in hand. So what we're trying to do is show the realities. Uh, technology's had a huge impact on uh, on many, if not all, the skilled trades. Some of them are more traditional skilled trades, but even those ones are still introducing more and more technology and how it's done. So what we're trying to do is uh, open people's eyes, open people's minds to what these careers are actually about. Don't uh, base your opinion on outdated models or what you hear from other people. So we're trying to get to as many audiences as we can to portray the realities, uh, the opportunities, and let people explore. Talk to people who've gone down these roads. Talk to people who are, are considering these roads and help them on their educational and ultimately their career pathways. Well, it would be a good first step for someone, you know, in, in London here who's maybe thinking about uh, going into the skilled trades to, to get more information. Well, I, I would suggest go on Skills Ontario's website, start doing some research. Uh, the government just over a year ago created Skilled Trades Ontario, which is the government's uh, agency that's dealing with apprenticeship. Uh, Fanshawe College will have lots of information on, on Skilled Trades. So there's a lot of information. Do some research, reach out. Uh, most people are only too happy to help. So try and, if, you're, if you're exploring, a, you want to be an electrician or go into mechatronics, find out who's doing that and talk to them. Uh, and, and again, I think a good place to start is uh, Skilled Trades Ontario, Skilled Trades, uh, Skilled Trades Ontario, Skills Ontario, the colleges, the, the training centers. There's a lot of information out there. It's just sometimes people don't know where to start. So I would suggest start with some of the, the organizations I've listed. Personally, we're always happy at Skills Ontario to talk to someone and help them get the information and the insight that they need. So there's a, there's a lot of uh, information out there. Just making sure you can find it is, uh, is a bit of the challenge. Ian, I certainly appreciate the time today. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Appreciate the opportunity. Have a good day. You as well. That's Ian Howcroft, CEO of Skills Ontario.